You busy February, Trip? Uh, not especially. Why? What about March? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, what about May and June? Or maybe July, August? Uh, uh why the fuck are you asking? Want what? to be on the podcast to talk about movies once a month? Of course! Guys, why didn't you just ask me right away? Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages and everywhere, all at once and simultaneously not here, welcome to a very fucking special episode of Another Digital Citizen, because we are going to announce what we have kept secret for so long i am excited to very very soon talk about it with my best mate and the reason why i have this podcast in the first place hi luke hey fro hi everybody how's it going it is going super exciting and very very happy good 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 mm-hmm. what about you uh yeah uh there's big things happening, and we're doing the most anticipated TV and movies, which I always look forward to because uh, it gives me a head start on what to watch for the year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy that we don't, uh, it's only the two of us here today. I'm very happy that we don't have anybody else, so we don't have to share the glory with other people. Well, you're a terrible liar because everybody already heard the intro of this Uh-oh. podcast. But um, wait, 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 I guys. Am... I did not hear the intro. What did I miss? <laughs> what? Hi, Triv. This is like Hi. at the beginning of a YouTube video where they're like, you know what I'm going to do? You have no idea what's about to happen. It's literally in the title of the video. <laughs> I see a ghost. <laughs> Not clickbait. <laughs> so, Trip, I am very happy to announce that you will be with us once a month for a very special episode of Another Digital Citizen. I'm not sure what we'll call it. What do we will call it? Another film digital citizen? The working title right now is another digital film review, but we, we don't know if that's that's a little wordy. We'll see. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Another we'll digital cinema zin. Cinema zin. Actually, cinema zin. That sounds like a supercalifragilistic expialidocious kind of. Yeah. And it's, even though the thought of it is something quite atrocious. Yeah. So, what does that mean, Luke? Uh, well, nothing for everybody listening, because all the shows are going to come out at the exact same time, like, and will be mm-hmm. the same length. It's just, at the end of each month, we're going to do a show that's solely on movies with Triv. Um, we'll still talk about movies sometimes in the main uh, show, or I guess the another Digital Citizen part of the show. And then mm-hmm. one show a month will be just solely about... Movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I've been bulking up as as we've gone along. I've already been like 
watching everything that's come out this year, or not everything, but as much as I can catch at any one time, so. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and this is uh, starting in February, I should say. We're not uh, doing it uh, uh, this month, because uh, guess what? We've already done too fucking much this month. <laughs> <laughs> We're tired! We've done four special shows in a row! <laughs> Are you like We're Madeline Kahn in uh, in Blazing Saddles? You're up on yeah. stage all dressed, all sexy, and you're just like, Let's face it! From the waist down, I'm kaput! <laughs> exactly. But we are extremely lucky, and I am so incredibly happy to have one of the best human beings are able to be with us. I'm very, very happy to have you here with us, Triv. And uh, in the coming months as well, you are more than welcome. We needed a woman in our our life, so yeah. (laughs) I definitely checked that box. I figured it was probably down between me and Matt Pat since he left Game Theory, but... uh, I saw that, yeah. Uh, It seems like there's an exodus happening from old YouTubers. We talked about Tom Scott last week. Oh, yeah. yeah, It's Mm -hmm. crazy. But uh, thank you for choosing me because I have boobs. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly the reason. Well, the problem is our podcast studio, we only had a TV and a a chair that's uh, one of those rockers from outside, and uh, (laughs) that's all we had, and a PlayStation, and so we needed a woman's touch. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You picked Mm -hmm. the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm literally sitting on a stool right now. I mean, that is my preferred place to sit, generally speaking. I really don't approve of chairs, or I don't really go for chairs. They're overrated, so... You're like three-legged yeah, no. sitting receptacles only. Exactly. Exactly. Keeping this, <laughs> I prefer uh, to lean. As a, keeping this as a secret has been one of the hardest things to do. I, I, I for Fro, I really, <laughs> Fro has a yeah, terrible for, time keeping secrets, though. Uh, I shit at it. Like not telling people is like terrible. Uh, but uh, yeah, we did a very fun outro last week where I, I kind of gave it to Luke uh, at the end of the podcast. I said, hey, do you want to get people uh, that listen to the end a, a special little hint? And Luke said, no. And then we ended it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Well, I've been yeah, doing so- it from the rooftops, but uh, I, I don't think people have heard me because all the windows are closed because it's winter and it's cold. So... I love when Americans uh, complain about how cold it is when I live in Norway. That's uh, that's one of my actually favorite things when people complain about that. I apologize. How cold, <laughs> yeah, how cold is it there? Like, oh, it's minus eleven degrees Celsius outside. Yeah, welcome to Norway when where it's like minus thirty two. Yeah, well, I just you... meant people don't have their windows open because you know it's not, you know, nice. So I can't, I can't permeate their houses because it's too cold for them to have the windows open. Well, the reason why we don't have our uh, windows open is because we're afraid of Swedes coming in. Oh, yeah. And you guys can handle it because you're always drinking, you know, uh, reindeer and uh, reindeer blood all the time, and mm-hmm. you get the, the, that's the powers from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you got well, saunas out back. <laughs> exactly. Well, Trip, uh, what is your number five most anticipated TV show? 
My number five. <laughs> excuse me. My number five most anticipated TV show is. Are you sure? This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, getting over a cold, but uh, oh. and I apologize in advance because it's a lot of superhero stuff. But I I kind of like that kind of stuff. Um, I love Harley Quinn, and I'm excited to see what in the ever loving fuck they're going to do with the Kite Man series. So just oh from God, pure, I'm so excited. Yes. I just just from a pure and utter like I have no idea what the fuck they're gonna do, but I'm hoping it's awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, it's Kite Man, which is um, a spinoff series of Harley Quinn. Uh, basically, it was uh, Ivy's boyfriend. He's a guy that flies around in a kite. He's one of those really weird superheroes. Not quite mm-hmm. as strange as Gary the Living Street, but in the top five. <laughs> He's up there. And the trailer looks amazing. Like, I, I looked at the trailer. It's in my honorable mentions uh, when I was looking for shows this year. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely on my list. And it's animated, Absolutely. right? It is, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Although- yeah. <laughs> To do this live action, I'm not sure how you would do that. <laughs> but what? he was he was one of those characters that, you know, there's a lot of times where they'll take a popular character and spin it off and it's the thing that made them popular was everything going on around them. I feel like mm-hmm. they fleshed him out enough and made him enough of a standalone character where it should be hopefully good. So Okay. I will go in the middle this time. Uh, I'm going to hope and cross all my fingers and toes and everything that this version of Avatar, The Last Airbender, will be good. Because holy fuck, the last one was terrible. The movie version, Uh, yeah. Yes, the movie version. Oh my god, it was shit. Uh, But yeah... Uh, this is uh, long ago. Four nations, water, earth, fire, and air lived together in harmony. Uh, then everything changed. Uh, if you have never seen The Last Airbender, what the fuck are you doing? But it is coming <laughs> to uh, Netflix. I am. I've seen the trailer. I'm optimistic. I mean, it wouldn't be on my list if I wasn't op- optimistic. But right. it's like. I'm, I've I've seen a ber- bad version of this before, so it's it's not like I'm super like yeehaw about it. But I I'm 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 happy enough uh, of what I have seen that it will be good. I, nice. Yeah, I also have just so many reservations that from the last the bad taste yeah. in my mouth, you know what I mean? From the last uh, bite yeah. of this ver- this content that I'm like, I don't know. The trailer did look good though. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully they learn their lesson from the last one. <laughs> I hope so. What's your number five look? All right, my number five, uh, a little bit uh, not obscure, Matlock, it, the return of oh, Matlock, so, uh, uh, ah. with Kathy Bates yeah. as Matlock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that being good. I, she would be good in the role. It definitely the trailer did not look good that great, no. but the original series is so good that I'm I have mm. like hope in my heart. But at the same time, mm. it could also be so bad that it's mm-hmm. good. That's how the trailer kind of looks. Like mm-hmm. it seems like they've tried to corporatize Matlock a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Which a, is a weird thing to think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brilliant septuagenarian uh, Madeline Matlock decides to rejoin the workforce as a, at a pre- prestigious law firm where she uses her unass- unassuming demeanor and wily tactics to win cases and expose corruption from within. So, like like I said, there's like a weird kind of corporate angle where she's working for a law mm-hmm. firm, which 
I, that was not part of Matlock, really, so. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, I love Matlock, uh, the or- original. I have this on my honorable mentions as well. Yeah. I hope it will be good. I doubt it because the trailer looked awful. <laughs> well, the, the real, the real, the real test, one way or the other, will be if she pulls a misery and uh, hobbles somebody. Exactly. What's your number four, uh, Trip? Uh, my number four is the brother's son with Michelle Yao. Um, this looked, mm. I don't know, I just the idea of it is really fascinating, and I, I think that there's the chance where it could be really good. Uh, the head of a Taiwanese. T- uh, tri- Triad is shot by an assassin. His eldest son, uh, Charles' son, heads to Los Angeles to protect his mother and brother, who have been completely sheltered from the truth of the family. So, I'm hoping for a good mix. Knock on wood. Well, I can tell you, it's really good. Woohoo! Me and uh, Luke uh, watched uh, the first episode together this week. Mm-hmm. Nice. What, what did you think about it? Yeah, it's really fun. It's yeah. got a slow start burn start but then it picks up mm-hmm. as it gets going so you just got to be mm-hmm. ready for that but other than that it's really well shot and the acting's at least most of the acting's really good so mm-hmm. yeah and i, and I apologize be... i didn't think about the fact that stuff was starting already so uh no, sorry no, about that. that's that's all good yeah no i i would give the two first episodes that i have seen around an eight i would say i nice. think uh, yeah, and as far as like most anticipated, um, you know, if you haven't seen it, you're still anticipating yeah. it. So there you go. True. Yeah. <laughs> what would you give the first episode? Oh, the first, um, uh, probably a seven point five. There's some, yeah, certain parts of it like uh, that aren't that amazing, but most of it's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my number four is uh, Shogun. Uh, It is... uh, Yeah, I am so looking forward to this. Uh, It's one of my favorite uh, books. Uh, It's a historical drama. Uh, It comes out February 27th. Uh, Sent in Japan in the year 1600, Lord Yatsi is fighting for his life uh, as his enemies of the Council of uh, Regents unite against him while a mysterious European ship is found marooned in a nearby fishing village. Uh, I love the fucking novel. Uh, oh. And the trailer... What? I didn't know it was based on a mo- novel. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the trailer looks awesome. <laughs> like... I am so into this, like Japan in in the 1600s with, uh, like uh, that environment around it. Yeah, and it's going to come out on Hulu. It looks really, really good. So I'm excited. Cool. Are you secretly a, sh- a Shogun at heart? Definitely. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, my turn. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my number four. I went with Fallout. Which I wasn't expecting mm. to, but it's Ooh. all the description. Yeah. It says in a future post-apocalyptic Los Angeles, brought by, brought about by nuclear decimation, citizens must in, live in underground bunkers to protect themselves from radiation. Based on the video games series, I guess. Um, 
I wasn't expecting to think this was good, but then I watched the trailer and I was like, that looks fucking awesome. Um, yeah. And it just looks like it doesn't, I don't think it's, at least from the trailer, it looks like you don't really need to understand the lore of the video games to, to enjoy it, but hard to tell from a trailer, I guess. True. Yeah, no, I agree. I, uh, the trailer made me very interested in this. Uh, I wasn't that interested in the beginning because guess what? I don't really like the Fallout series and Fallout 76 was sure. one of my least favorite games of all time. Like, I oh. hated that fucking game. It's awful. Uh, so when I saw this was coming out, it's in my honorable mentions for sure, but uh, yeah, nice. I'm not as excited, I guess. I think the lore of I the original games is like really interesting so that oh, going yeah. into it into a tv show that really spikes my interest and also nice. fallout las vegas is one of the best games I ever made so there's also now, the, the bigger question will be will they require you to uh, do dlcs in microtransactions to, <laughs> to continue finish, on to finish the tv show yeah <laughs> will you get a really nice canvas bag or will you end up with some weird bag that you know, oh my looks god, like crap. that was so stupid. <laughs> you, you have to watch multiple uh, ads to get credits, and then you can finish yeah, the series, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay, what's Fallout your number bucks. two? Yeah, there you go. What's, what's your you number like two, Nuka Cola? <laughs> yeah, Nuka Cola. What's your number two, Triv? Uh, my number three, I think we're three, on three, sorry. right? Yeah, no, yeah, that's so. okay. Uh, I am in your camp, Fro. I really, really hope the Avatar TV series takes off and is mm. awesome uh yeah if, if if anyone utters an a in a weird way it's getting shut off then and there but um <laughs> i loved i loved the original series uh absolutely yeah. adored it cora had a lot of uh, uh charm as well um mm. it looks like it looks like quote unquote they've done their due diligence to try mm-hmm. and bring it to more of a real world thing mm-hmm. time will tell i totally agree time will tell i Oh God! I hope it's good. <laughs> I do too. I really, really, really hope it's good because it the, the original series deserves a live action and a, a adaptation that is good. Like oh yeah, really yeah. Uh, my number three is funny enough a show that has uh, three in its name. It's almost like uh, I made it that way, but uh, it isn't actually. Um, <laughs> uh, but it is Three Body Problem, and uh, it's a upcoming science fiction series based on a Chinese book. Um, Yi Wei Wang is an astrophysicist who saw her father brutally murdered during the Chinese Cultural Revolution. Later, she was conscripted by the military because of her scientific background and sent to a secret radar brass in remote China. Her fateful decision in the 1960s echoes across space and time to a group of scientists in the present days, forcing them to face humanity's greatest threat. I fucking love the books. Uh, they are uh, amazeballs. So I hope uh, that uh, they do uh, the right thing. Uh, I'm a little bit worried because it's uh, the creators of Game of Thrones that also have created this. So I, I'm a little skeptical or it would 
probably be higher because it's one of my favorite book series. Okay. But uh, when I hear that <laughs> the Game of Thrones guys are behind this, I get a little like, eh. Well, maybe they're, but, uh, they're, you know, really looking for a good comeback, though. So maybe that's, maybe they're yeah. going to try really hard then. Yeah, could mm-hmm. be. What's your number three, Luke? Let's see, my number three, uh, Orphan Black Echoes, um, mm-hmm. the sequel to Orphan Black. It just says, deep, it will deeply explore the scientific manipulation of human existence, which that's what the first one was about. Um, <laughs> the series stars Kristen Ritter is set in 2052 in the same universe as Orphan Black. So this is kind of a few, a, what, a few decade, uh, yeah. Yeah, a few decades ahead Something of like the original that. series it seems like. Yeah, yeah. it's a pre prequel. Postquel. A sequel? A sequel. Yeah, but it it yeah. happens like it look I'm assuming like 30 or 40 years after the orig- original, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um something like that. Uh yeah, it looks interesting. It it's already come out, believe it or not, but not in America. Yep. It's come out in Australia no. only and it came out like a month ago or something. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, guess who's seen it? <laughs> oh my god! Or at least the beginning of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen all <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, so the uh, there, it's kind of funny to me that there's not more about it out, like description yeah. wise and stuff, because it's already yeah. out. So I don't know what they're yeah. what they're hiding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it. I will talk about it when we talk about it on the show when it comes out on in America. But uh, yeah, I have seen this uh, like two months ago. Yeah, and, uh, and in the yeah. rest of the world, him, not just do you America. Think that'll, yeah, if we tickle Fro, do you think he'll give us spoilers? Uh, no. No. Damn yeah. It. <laughs> no, because I'm not evil. Ah, oh, well, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, that's all right. Well, Luke, to, to uh, follow your sentiments, uh, I Orphan Black Echoes was my number two. Mm. Um, I loved the original series, and I need to go so back and good. do a rewatch. Oh, it's incredible. Just uh, everything about it just blew my damn mind then yeah. and anything I've seen on it since then. So I'm really interested to see what they do next with it and how they expand upon the, those notions. It's almost like a... Blade Runner twenty forty nine to the original yeah. Blade Runner. Sure, right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is one of those things that I have been very good at not talking about and not spoiling anything to look about because I want him to see it with totally fresh eyes. So. so you suck at, te- at keeping secrets, but you're really good at keeping secrets. I I would probably uh, call him out if if he I, if he slipped. I would be like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I. I like, okay, so uh, two months ago, like, uh, I will actually tell you what happened. I watched it, and I was like, hey, I'm going to talk about this show. And it uh, looks like, no, you're not. <laughs> it hasn't come out in America. You will not be allowed to talk well, about it. Well, that's just it. Like, it's not just America. Yeah. The only place it's come out is Australia. <laughs> so, like... Fucking witch. Well, if we were... <laughs> so, like, that's, like, for... Anybody listening in Australia, sorry about that, but the entire rest of the world, like, we're, we're waiting for you, for everybody else. <laughs> exactly. So that's your number two? Yeah, it's my number two. Well, my number two is a rule I have. Uh, I will watch everything Nicole Kidman is in. 
that is an uh, actual rule I have. I have seen everything she will be have been in, and uh, I've even seen like uh, when she played uh, the the, uh, the Princess of Monaco film. I was so fucking bored. But this <laughs> is looking for uh, actress. I'm really looking forward to this series. It's a series called Expats, uh, and it says it is a look of, uh, at the personal and professional lives of a tight-knit group of expats living in Hong Kong. I have seen the trailer. Uh, it looks very cool. It has uh, a lot of people I have never ever heard about, and I'm really looking forward to it because Nicole Kidman is my favorite actress of all time. So, yeah, that is uh, my number two. Yeah, and the last TV show she was in was so good. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Luke. What was it called? Special Ops Lioness, I think is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not her. That was it was an uh, AI. Oh, oh. That was an AI in Nicole Kidman. Yeah. 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 Okay. And you know what? Her her uh, riveting performance in Aquaman uh, two was just shot total off. Chef. <laughs> <laughs> her hair then... wasn't CGI'd under the water at all. Both of you, I'm going to kill you both. <laughs> I heard. I heard yesterday they've decided just like Aquaman. That's it. We're done. This franchise is over. <laughs> and like, I wonder why. <laughs> Should it be because it's the second one was so awful that even I uh, was like, eh. Oh, I don't know. I feel like the second one at least it was having fun. The first one, it, yeah, I, I almost preferred the second to the first one. So. Mm. <laughs> well, she was very good in Nine Perfect Strangers, so there's that. Oh, she's been a lot of really good stuff, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, whose turn is it? Aquaman, too. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> What's your number two, look? My number two? Uh, I went with The Veil. Not a lot about the show, but it says it follows the relationship yeah. between two women playing a deadly game of truth and lies on the road. One woman has a secret, the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lies are lost. The trailer is even very cryptic, so it's hard to tell what yep. it's 100% about, but it looks sci-fi-ish yep. with a little uh, religious uh, connotations to the sci-fi mm -hmm. part of it, um, which I always enjoy a little... Uh, sci-fi religious um, production, I guess. So yeah, I mm -hmm. it the tra trailer looks good. It's just hard to tell what the hell it's about. It's got Elizabeth Moss in it, so yeah. Uh -huh. You know yeah, what the secret? Looks... The reason it's so cryptic is because Nicole Kidman stars as her character in Aquaman too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm quitting. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Me. <laughs> oh, Come suck on, it man. up, cupcake. <laughs> okay, honorable mention times. Uh, trip. Uh, Marvel's the er, Marvel's Echo. I have seen two episodes. They are fucking amazing. And we'll talk about that in a second, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> because you hated it. It was not good. No. Mm. Yes. Well, Black, Black Doves is my first one. Uh, the reason why this is on my normal mention, it's the guy behind the Lazarus Project and also uh, Haji. So, that will be fun. Uh, my turn. Second second best hospital in the galaxy. Looks mm -hmm. I, Not a lot about, out of, uh, about this either, but interesting looking. Very much so. 
Trev? Uh, that's all I got. Okay, I have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm actually, I've seen the trailer now. Uh, I didn't think this would work, but uh, it looks good. I never liked the movie, so. Uh, death and other details. Uh, I have the penguin. I'm really looking forward to that. And then I just have In the Know, which is like a, a, a stop motion animated uh, comedy okay. about NPR. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I have uh, Daredevil, Born Again, I have X-Men 97, I have The Sympathizer, I have Griselda, I'm looking forward to that, Apples Never Fall, Dune Prophecy, uh, TV show of Dune, Ted, this is the, it's a uh, prequel to the Ted movie uh, about the teddy bear that, that comes alive, uh, and it's a prequel, it looks fun. Uh, the Spindlewick Chronicles Time Bandits look is coming with Titi Wakiki as the director and Zero Days. Okay, our number one picks of TV shows of uh, shows we're looking forward to. What's your number one, Triv? I am so looking forward to seeing Colin Farrell, or yeah, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, it does. I am just... Like, he was such an intriguing character, yeah. and I, I really hope that they pull it through. Yeah. I like Colin Farrell. I, I mean, he's gone through a few issues in the past couple of years, right? But uh, yeah. mm, uh, I've always liked him as an actor, I guess. Yeah. I mean, nothing well, will top his uh, his turn as, as uh, Bullseye in um, Daredevil, but, mm-hmm. you know, we do what we can. Well, uh, my number one is Ripley. Uh, This is coming uh, to Netflix. It is uh, based on the talented Mr. Ripley uh, by Patricia Highsmith. I love that fucking movie. Uh, It's really good. But this is going to be very different. It's going to be in black and white, uh, set in the 1960s, where the movies is actually like... Uh, sorry, where the books is uh, really from. But what makes me very excited for this is that Andrew Scott is going to uh, play uh, Tom Ripley. And Dakota Fanning is Ooh. going to play some March Sherwood. So that is my number one. Really looking forward to this. I really hope it's good. Okay, my number one is Fro's number, I don't remember, uh, Three Body Problem. Uh, what mm. do you have that at three, three? Uh, yeah. Uh, a fa- fa- I have a different description, so I'm going to read a, the somehow a totally different description from you. A fateful decision mm. in 1960s China echoes across space and time to a group of scientists in the present, forcing them to face humani- humanity's greatest threat. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The it's got Benedict Wong, who, and uh, it the trailer just looks. Very impressive, so as, especially yeah. the CGI and everything else. And the story seems pretty original. I got so many, like, I watched the trailer for it, and then all I was getting mm-hmm. when I was watching YouTube yesterday was ads for um, this. This So it's got to be coming out fairly soon on Netflix, right? March? So not, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not that soon, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I am so looking forward to it, and it looks super interesting. And uh, the Chinese show I actually watched as well that was made in China. Mm-hmm. And that, that was really good as well. So, 
Okay, movies. I will let Luke go first with his number five this time. Oh, I, I was about to say Matlock, but that was my TV. Oh, here we go. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic 3 uh, is going to be my number five. Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an upcoming action-adventure comedy film based on the video game series, the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, that's really? how that, that is how wow. that works when it comes to numbers. Um, wow. Yeah, the last two were, um, I thought, were really amazing. I think everybody had their mm -hmm. doubts about the first movie, obviously, especially after the mm -hmm. trailer. But yeah. once the movie came out, everybody, it was very impressive, especially for the for the content. You know, Sonic, the video game itself, the later versions of it have a lot of story, but the original mm -hmm. don't have a lot. But they were able to, like, use the um, later lore and build it up. And the trailer looks... There was a teaser trailer out for it. It looks mm, mm -hmm. pretty good, but it's hard to tell from, you know, a short trailer. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it still, I guess. I will miss Jim Carrey, though. Yeah. I will uh, miss him. So I hope they find a good villain in this. Because uh, Jim Carrey was such a good villain in both 1 and 2. Well, if you've seen the, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it. it. Watch the trailer. They show you who okay. the villain is. Yeah, it's not a person. So, okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, I will go in the middle this time. I am breaking one of my own rules uh, for my number five because uh, I have a rule that I never have Norwegian movies in my list, and the reason why I usually do that is because. Nobody fucking can see them. Like that makes there's sense. no, yeah, there's no, yeah. there's there's nothing really like interesting of having like Norwegian movies in my list because like American audience would not know what comes out. But the reason why I'm breaking this one rule this fucking time is it is because it is based on uh, one of my favorite uh, movie chanters. So, have ever, uh, both of you have seen Let the Right One in the Swedish uh, version, right? Oh, yeah. And the American? Yeah. I haven't seen the American one. Okay. The American one isn't called Let the Right One In. It's called, what is it called? Uh, let Me In or Let, let Me let... Let Me In? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Well, this is by the same author. The manuscript is uh, by the same author. And... Uh, it is uh, going to uh, be called, and I'm freeballing translating this from Norwegian, so right. if it's something else, uh, you have to excuse me. Uh, dealing with the undead, so it's a Ooh. zombie uh, movie. And the reason why this uh, uh, is my number five is because it was in on Sundance. It got really, really fucking good reviews from there. And uh, it's coming out uh, uh, the 9th of February. So I'm really looking forward to this. Nice. Uh, sure. Let's see. My number five. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed the original Joker. And the fact that they're making the new this new one, uh, Foya Foy Um I am fascinated. I don't even know if it's going to be good. But I'm just so mm. fascinated to see how they play it. I I'm just intrigued. So, uh, cause I, the original Joker trailer didn't do much for me. Um, mm. but this one was kind of just, 
everything that's come out about it, I don't know. I just, it's a fascinating idea, and I don't know. Like, it's a non-needed sequel, but I guess we'll see how needed of a sequel it ends up being. Uh, it yeah. comes out October 4th. I thought the original I'm, movie set up pretty well for a sequel at the end, if you if you wanted yeah, it to. I, yeah, it's true. I guess I looked at it like, so like Wonka or Cruella, yes, you could do a sequel to that, but you probably shouldn't. It oh, doesn't uh, right. yeah. do anything to move it ahead. It's an unnecessary sequel, but like Lady Gaga as, as Harley Quinn, I don't know. It should be interesting. So. Okay. I'm one of those fucking widows that hated uh, Joker. So, no, I think that's yeah. perfectly valid. I mean, it was. It was <laughs> I didn't a... like it at all. No, that's okay. <laughs> What's your number four, Luke? Uh, my number four. I went with uh, Max XX Zine or Maxine. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Follow it follows Maxine, who is the only survivor of the bloody incidents of X, as she continues her journey towards fame to be an actress in 1980s Los Angeles. So this mm. is. The third movie in the series of the X series? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but it looks like this one is following directly after the first movie, but with a different character from the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, it lo- I, I like the, or- the original, and the second one was mm-hmm. good. I, I, it wasn't as good as the original, but I think the original just felt really um, new and fresh, where the second one mm-hmm. is the second one. This one, the trailer mm-hmm. looks super interesting. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It looks like they put more money into this than the other movies also. Yeah. Well, and the second one came out, I mean, it was a matter of months that they, that before, between the first one and the second one. Right. I really loved both of them, so I'm super excited for this. Nice. Okay, my number four. Remember when I told you I didn't like the first Joker uh, trip, like, five seconds ago? <laughs> mm, it does ring a bell. Yeah, so my number four is actually Joker Full Ducks. And the reason why this is my number four, and I find it a little bit amusing, because it is going to be also a musical. I'm like, this I am interested in. A Joker musical? Yeah, no, I am so into this. And also, I love fucking Lady Gaga. Uh... Her uh, role in uh, American Horror Story when she was a vampire is one of the best things that has happened to that show in a long, long, long time. I also liked her in The Star is Born. But uh, yeah, no, I am super excited because this is going to be a, a musical thriller. Like, how is that going to work? <laughs> She's going to be stabbing someone to the beat. Exactly. So See, what yeah, you were so four? much. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, uh, come on. I'm just gonna say you you described it so much more eloquently than I did. I was like, and you're like, oh, it's a musical, <laughs> and think about a thriller musical, and you've made me even more excited for it. <laughs> so what's your number four? My number four is Deadpool three. Um, just mm. the idea. I, I love the Deadpool series. And it's another one where it's more like, okay, I don't know if it's going to be good because Disney now kind of controls the ins and outs of this. Mm -hmm. But I really hope that Ryan Reynolds has enough sway to get things the way it needs to be done properly. Because this series has been so much fun. And And also having Wolverine in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be so funny. 
And I like looking at the cast, they've got a couple of people from like the Marvel universe, like Owen Wilson. So I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how they blend all of those bits. Exactly. Deadpool is like okay. one of the only superhero franchises that actually somewhat interests me because it's more com- comedic than <laughs> yeah. most. I hate it when they take themselves too seriously more than anything, which it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely the case. Okay, look. What's your number three? My number three, I went with Mickey17 uh, from <laughs> yeah, Bong Joon-ho. So a disposable oh. employee is sent to a hum- sent on a human expedition to colonize the ice world of Nephium. After one uh, iteration dies, a new body is generated with most of his memories intact. Uh, this comes out in March. It's uh, It looks really interesting. There's a very short trailer out that you you literally get nothing from, mm-hmm. but it's from the director of Parasite, so that's right. mm-hmm. kind of exciting. Um, I think it's his very next movie after that, right? I think so. Yep. Uh, okay. it is. So yeah, it it's got Robert Patterson uh, Pattinson mm-hmm. as the main character. That's all we really know right now about it. But I'm excited mostly just because of the uh, director and the concept for it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I have this uh, uh, as a high honorable mention. I feel like when the uh, longer trailer comes out, people are going to start comparing it to Lethal Company, the video game, and <laughs> because yeah. it's got the same concept of like yeah. uh, a storyline. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hate that this is my number three because uh, it's a part one of something, but. I am really looking forward to it. It is Wicked Part 1. Uh, it's coming out uh, November 27th. Uh, I don't like it that they are putting this musical into parts. But holy fuck, I love this musical. Uh, yeah. It is one of the best musicals of all time, if you ask me. And uh, uh, the cast looks so fucking amazing with Ariana Grande and uh, Cynthia Erivo and Michelle Vu and uh, Jonathan Bailey and so much. Uh, yeah, it will be a year between the two parts. Uh, it's an alternative look at uh, the land of Oz. Uh, the true heroine is a wrongful cast of the Wicked Witch and uh, actually turns out to be a freedom fighter who battles against the wizard for her homeland. Uh, yeah. I hate that this is in two parts, but uh, it's probably good. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that being your number three. It's also Mm -hmm. my number three. (laughs) Oh, cool. I uh, I got to see this. um, It was a traveling Broadway cast, but changed my life when it came to Broadway or to to musicals on the screen. And I actually went out and bought the book, and I was really... Like thinking it was gonna be, you know, a little closer than what it was, and no, kind of was not. like, oh, dude, what yeah. the hell is this book? But the book oh, is awful. The it's atrocious. Is, it's a really <laughs> terrible book. It's one of those uh, where you go like, this is really based on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe if you like say, okay, there was a character called Ephaba. She was right. Green, uh, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's not the only thing that I, is correct about the book. Yeah, no, I hated that book with a passion. Absolutely. It's and there's there. three of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but man. 
this looks fantastic. Uh, basically the same response. I'm so yeah. excited to see what they do with the world and how they expand upon that. And I am just over the moon that it's finally coming out. Me too. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Luke's number one because he loves musicals. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, I, ha- I had Joker on on my short list for a long time until I found out that was a musical. And then I was like, why, why, why did you do this to me? Why? Because I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What is your number two then? Uh, looky look. I went with an A24 film that we watched the uh, trailer for a little bit ago. Civil war. I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. excited for this. It looks crazy from the, yeah. Uh, writer of 28 Days Later, Ex Machina, and Annihilation, and directed by Alex, mm-hmm. Alex Garland. So it's got Kirsten Ooh. Dunst and Jesse Plemons in it. Uh, with as uh, Also, Nick Offerman is in there as the president. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's got, it's just got everything. I mean, it's very controversial, obviously. And that also adds yeah. to, like, I, I'm excited to see the fallout of the movie as much as I am to see the film itself. But, yeah. I mean, has Jesse Plemons ever done a bad movie. I have a feeling that like no. he he, he picks his scripts really carefully. Yeah. So I have I have it high is. hopes for this movie. Did Alex Garland also do Men last year? Or the yeah last year? Yes, yes. Right. That was yeah, a crazy yeah. fucking movie too. I, I and he's such a good director. I love him. He's really really cool. He did the TV show Devs like four yep. years ago, which was like oh, okay. it remind this movie. Uh, or no, th- there's a TV show that that's coming out. Wh- which one was it? It was the uh, the veil. It kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of oh. that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, my number two is a sequel. Believe it or not, uh, it is Beetlejuice two. Ooh. Oh, please be good. Please be good. Please be good. Tim Burton, please, please. <laughs> I have hated everything you made lately, but that you got Michael Keaton back. That you get Viana Ryder back, that you get William Defoe back, that you get Catherine O'Hara back, like everybody's back, and also Jenny Ortega is in this. Please, pretty please, with a bow on top, be good. It is the follow up to the comedy from 88. So it's been a year, some years ago. So please, please, please be good. Yep, just a couple. Please, pretty please, pretty please. <laughs> be as horny and horrific, or horrific in a good way as you can be. Exactly. What's your number two trip? I have Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. I am so oh, so uh, good. Looks like, so good. Like the the last Mad Max changed my life, and I loved so it good. so much. It yeah. just and Furiosa was such a great character. I'm she excited was. to see what they do and how they tell this story and with George Miller at the helm you've got a really mm. solid base with you know it's either going to be this or like Thunderdome you know so <laughs> it can't be bad either way really I would rather it was like Thunderdome to be honest that would <laughs> that movie made me laugh so hard <laughs> oh yeah well hell Tina Turner I mean she's good in everything <laughs> I, she does I just remember the little kid that's like totally uh Animal-like. That was my favorite part of that movie. This cost thirteen up Simply the best, better than all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I have a bunch of honorable mentions. Uh, what about you, Trip? I have a couple. So. Yeah, come on. All right, I got Beetlejuice two. 
Ah, it's almost like we talked about that. Look. Yeah, did we? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, the fall guy. I have Gladiator too there. Uh, Bob Marley, One Love. Uh, I have Mean Girls the Musical. I hope that is good. Uh, the, the Beekeeper? Ah. Mm-hmm. I have the remake yep. of Roadhouse, which I it's probably going to suck, but it's more there because I am just so intrigued to see what they do. I have Madam Webb, the only thing Ooh. that I have uh, high hopes for because uh, who's in it. So, look. Uh I'm hoping they make a sequel to Over the Top soon. Um, but Quiet Place, <laughs> uh, day one, Ooh. looks terrible, but I'm interested yep. to see it. Absolutely. That's sure. all I got. Okay. Uh, I have Ballerina, that is a pre- sequel to the John Wick series. Uh, yeah, that looks good. The Kitchen looks super interesting. Oh, yeah. I have Borderlands. I really, really hope they get to uh, make a good movie of that uh, game, because that game is so fun. Uh, I had Mad, the new Mad Max on here. Um, yeah. Uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Ooh. And then, I think this is the last one. I had Go- the Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. That was the last one I had on here. Yeah, I have Trap. Uh, that is the newest M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, I trust him again after he made <laughs> a very good movie, so um, that is on my list. Alien Romulus. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, mm. uh, then I have Untitled J- J- uh, Jordan Peele movie <laughs> <laughs> on my list. Uh, and I have Godzilla... X-Con, and New Empire. Nice. Good lists. I'm proud of you guys. Okay. Now, time for our number ones. Luke. My turn. Uh, my number one, I went with a movie directed by Ethan Cohen of the Cohen Brothers, uh, Drive-Away Dolls. In a fresh start, two women embark on an impromptu trip to Tallahassee, Florida. However, things go quickly awry when they're when they cross paths with a group of inept criminals along the way. Yeah, it feels like a throwback to some of the older Coen Brothers mm-hmm. movies, in a way. Yeah. Um, the trailer, like, from the description, I was like, that doesn't sound amazing, but I put it on my shortlist just because it was one of the Coen Brothers. And then I actually mm-hmm. watched the trailer and was like, this looks right up my alley. It's got uh, Matt Damon, Gerald... Geraldine Viswana Than? You'd know if you saw her. And Pedro Pascal. Well, Luke, you stole my number one. That is also (laughs) my number one. Okay. Yeah. Can we go three for three? (laughs) I am so fucking excited for this. Like... Everything that the Cohen brothers makes uh, are interesting, and I I I actually like that they have broken up. Like uh, after they broken up, they have made interesting projects on both of their uh, sides. And also, like you said before, I saw the trailer. I was like, eh, this looks so so. But the trailer was like, holy fuck, this looks good. Yeah, it looks exciting, it looks funny, it looks um, yeah. gritty, and everything else, so yeah. Yep. 
So that is also my number one. What's your number one? Uh, so I didn't get to see Dune, the first one, on the big screen. And this is more of a oh. personal thing. I want to see this second Dune on the big screen. Both because, just at the scope, but also just because I really enjoyed the first Dune. I cannot wait to see what they do and how they do it. Dennis Veneuve is mm-hmm. just, oh my god. Sci-fi yeah. master at work. I don't have so. it on my list. Uh uh, for one single reason, and that is, I've been burned on this movie six times before. So, oh, it was on your what list ninth... la- last year in top five, and then, yeah, yeah, and then ah. the strikes happened. So, right, right, right. I was gonna ask what the 1980s version of Dune did to you, but that is clearly a different thing altogether. <laughs> no, he was actually burned by these, this new one, yeah, and. I think there was definitely a controversy at the end of the last one that people were like, well, why didn't you wrap that up better? Uh, Mm -hmm. That's fair. That could have also added to... Oh, no. 100% get that. I guess I went in... I I just was there to see what happened, and all of a sudden it's over. It's like, oh, well, I guess I'll go back and watch the 80s one again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could go to Audible, where the book is, and get a free trial of audible at audibletrial.com forward slash adc that's audibletrial.com forward slash adc get a free audio book you can get dune there which is a fairly long book uh uh, yeah um it cancels time and you get to keep the book it's girthy just like the offer and now it's time for tron tells the truth good day 2024 this is tron tells the truth again a new year new possibilities or I like to say it each year when I do this segment, a new year, more bullshit. Because this year, it's going to be even more bullshit. Before you quit Trump, he doesn't quit. He's still fucking here. Still people believe him. I try to argue against some of his supporters online, but they don't believe facts. Again, again, and again. And it's looks like he's winning. Because liberals and socialists and leftists never mean to do anything right in the United States. So we can get a new things about that. Well, what is all new? The war in Ukraine. Fascism in Italy. Fascism in France. Fascism in Germany. Fascism in the Netherlands. And fascism in Bulgaria. So, what's hope for the Middle East? Fascists fucking in Israel. Fascists fucking in the West Bank and Gaza. People killing each other, bombing boats, more and more property and wealth go to the 1% of the world. We are in this poverty nightmare right now. The media is gone, it's owned by big fucking companies, and lunatics is all taking over the fucking asylum. Well, Trump, you may ask, why not positive for 2024? We cannot only think about bad things, we need to keep happy. Drink, like in Berlin's last days. But I don't drink anymore. I have, I'm a father. I try not to watch the news too much because I'm fucking getting tired of it. Over 30 years I've done politics. And the problem is not people who want to fight for change, but old people who just, just oh, don't bother me with that. Oh, no, you're destroying the party. Why did you tell us about climate change? Why did you tell us the war? We just want to have a drink, relax, and have an okay time. But it's not time for that anymore. It's not. I told that in 2016 when I started this segment. But the world hasn't changed. Not a bit. And people 
don't look up for anything anymore. You talk about the youth generation. Well, the youth generation doesn't do shit. The old generation don't want to do anything. And the generation in the middle don't see the bother. They just don't, don't listen. They just don't want the news. They just want the fact. Stop bother us with the bad news. Try to be positive. Yeah, like that helps. I'm trying to be positive, but it's difficult in the world where a lot of things are negative. I just want more people to do something, to demand something, to see where the enemy is. We're fighting each other is a about a cultural war, who's just fucking bullshit. Yeah, it looks like everything is about woke and trans people these days. The things should be about, yeah. What should it be about? Real issues. Of course it should be about fucking real issues. About climate change, about racism, about economy, about how the big wealth is piling up more and more to a few percent, and you're never going to be a part of it. That should be the fucking issue, but it isn't. It's funny. Uh, let me take a case from an area that I know, uh, area outside Bergen. We have a place there where they used to call the Negro Forest. Well, of course, they took away the sign. You can use this name these days, but somebody was so angry, they made a political statement about it. So they have so they put up the sign again. I don't know why they did it, but why, ne- why did I mention this? Because people are more upset that they can't use the word, the N-word, than they are about climate change and real issues. We had a lot of partnership women, men killing women this week in Norway. A horrible statistic could be increasing. Did anybody talk about that? No, they don't. Not at all. They're complaining it's a little bit too cold. A little bit too cold. They live in fucking Norway. What did they expect? 2024, I have no hope for. Yeah, that rhyme was cool. I can be a rapper. But that's just the fucking world I see it right now. People, things are changing. And they're changing fast. The world is hotter. The weather is more extreme. And the forces are dying. We leave a legacy of a lot of things. But how will the future look at us? When you see all this shit we made. All the crazy things we made. And definitely destroyed it. Because we want to give somebody big profits. And because somebody thinks of them too hard to listen to. I have no hope for 2024. But at the same time. I hope. I'm wrong this time. I hope I was wrong about everything I think about everybody. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a fucking splendid 2024 and go fuck each other. That was uh, Tron Telling the Truth. Thank you as always, Tron. Thank you, Tron. TV time. TV time. Okay, I think, uh, yeah, let's talk about Echo uh, first. Sure. You didn't like it at all. No, they just didn't give you any kind of recap of uh, any of the characters. So if you haven't seen right. uh, Daredevil, is what you said, then mm-hmm. you're going to have no clue what's happening here. They don't give you any... Um, this character is related to this character because of that. There's no mm. uh, rehashing of what happened in the original show to let anybody know that maybe didn't see that show or didn't see all of that show possibly what's going on. So I was just mm. mad confused the whole time and going, 
what? What? Like, they don't... They expect you to know everything when you go into it, which I don't think is great for a show. Uh, Plus, it's... I didn't realize it was a Marvel show going into it, so I wasn't super Mm -hmm. excited... Uh, once I saw the opening credits to begin with, I was just like, all right, I'll watch as much of this as I can. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd give it a uh, a 3.5. Right. And I would give it a 7.5. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I I actually rewatched uh, the last, uh, the first and the last season of... Uh, of Daredevil because the second season has nothing to do with Kingpin. So, uh, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, you have to uh, have watched other things to um, make this make sense. I don't think that is fair. I agree, and that's why I'm deducting a lot of points from it. I think the other that's been a, pro- a running problem with Marvel is, like, you have to see all this content to then yeah. watch the next one, and it loses people, and that's how you lose people from yeah. continuing watching whatever you're creating and marvel's definitely falling off i think part in 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 part because of that so cool what else did you watch uh the floor did you get to check this out yep um this is on a game show on fox uh what (laughs) the host's name is why can i not remember his name um rob lowe there we go uh yes it's a giant floor with it's a trivia game where this huge floor with I think it's it says 80 contestants uh, battle uh, and each contestant has a different uh, special special specialty of of knowledge in tri- in trivia so like mm-hmm. whatever uh, rock songs or you know any kind of trivia it could be dogs and they have to battle somebody else who is the expert in a different kind of trivia uh, mm. to to take their spot on the board, and whoever has the most spots on the board at the end uh, of the day gets $20,000. But it's a running game show where at the end of the season, somebody's going to win, I think they said 100000 right? No, 250000 250 yeah. okay. So the last person mm-hmm. remaining on the board wins the big cash prize, but each day... Each episode has its own cash prize. That's a little confusing as far as, like, the rules. But once Mm -hmm. you watch the show, the concept of, like, battling trivia is pretty simple. Yeah, and uh, when uh, the two people that are selected go face-to-face, they get uh, 45 seconds. And what I liked is that you're allowed to, like, uh, give as many wrong answers as you want. Right. Uh, Which some people did not take advantage of at all. <laughs> no. Uh, not at all. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, what did you think about this? It was fine. I thought it was entertaining for a game show. Uh, yeah. Better than another game show I saw this week. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like the running aspect of it. That, like, it's a... It's where, like... Most game shows, it's like, that's the episode, and you end with the end of the contestant winning or losing. Mm-hmm. This one, it's like, somebody wins, but it's a running game show that will continue until the board is completely cleared, which, mm-hmm. that concept is is different than a lot of game shows, you know? 
Um, like Millionaire tried to do it where they had like a rolling over thing where if they didn't have mm-hmm. time, the person would come back and continue playing the same game. But this is much different. This is a, it's it's it, I can't think of another show that's done uh, a running game show like this really. No, and uh, what I really really liked was uh, the different genres they were going through, and uh, uh, I think. Uh, Cat versus Jasper about like songs about places. That was what. That was really. Good oh yeah. One. Then the other interesting part is once you take somebody's spot on the board, then you have have to take their trivia category, even if you don't know yeah. anything about it. That's also interesting. Yeah, the whole and thing. Holy fuck! Jasper was so good. Yeah, this at least in this first episode, the guy was uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, he he he's got that sense that like maybe he's going to go all the way but it's too early mm-hmm. to tell cuz there's so many contestants overall I'd give it a 6.5 I think I I Excuse actually me? give it a 7 yeah the one drawback is Rob Lowe is uh the the actual human is not a very good person so <laughs> no yeah uh we saw a very fun cartoon thing together called Grimsburg this uh, was on Fox, mm-hmm. and it is about Marvin Flute, that is the greatest detective ever. Uh, and he needs to catch a cannibal clone, clown, uh, and uh, there's a mystery that he can't crack his family, look. Fuck, I had so much fun with this. Very, very funny. Uh, I laughed a lot. Yes. Very, very... The comedy is right there. You've seen this kind of art style before. It It's similar mm-hmm. to a bunch of Fox-specific shows. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, the comedy was really on point. It didn't feel overhanded or, like, overly um, crude either, like some no. show, cartoon, adult cartoons can be. Mm. It felt a little Adult Swim. I said that to you when we watched it, and uh, I like liked that. early Adult Swim, not like the yes. Tim and Eric era no, of no. Adult Swim, but like the early, early ver- uh, yeah, totally, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, I I would give it a probably a seven, yeah, seven so far. I mean, there's o- we only saw one episode, so right, and I will give it an eight. I have not laughed that much in quite a while. I had such a bang with it. It is nice that it has a running mystery to it. Also, that's that makes yes. it, you know, it makes you want to see more. So, <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, we are family. Also on Fox, a lot of Fox shows <laughs> for some reason this week, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is another game show. Uh, Anthony oh my God. Anderson is the host with his <laughs> with his mom there, who's not really a host. She's just there to make kind of she silly just, quips. She's just there. Like, she just, every once in a while, he goes, hey, mama, what do you think? And she goes mm-hmm. and says, like, oh, I think, oh, I should say what it's about. Uh, it's a celebrity relative show, which I always, the idea of, like, my celebrity relative has always been silly to me. That, like, mm-hmm. people are I- even interested in who somebody's, uh, like, sister or brother is just because they're famous. But the idea mm-hmm. is you have a celebrity relative and the celebrity is in this ball that's like a see not see-through but opaque ball um, that shows these clues as the as the uh, sibling or whatever they are 
a relative is singing a song that has clues that are related to that person. The whole clue thing is really silly to me. <laughs> but then there's also one like a hundred people that are all competing people. at the same time. What? Oh, Which makes it incredibly stupid. confusing, and you don't really, you don't really connect with anybody in the show because there's just so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the people from behind the mask singer that made this. So <laughs> it's so convoluted and stupid. And like the other thing yeah. is, at the the first one, the first contestant or the first celebrity, I should say, they were mm-hmm. um, they were a singer, so it made sense. Yep. But then, yep, all, a bunch of these other celebrities aren't singers. They're like Joel McHale was in there, but he was singing a song. So it's like I don't understand why they didn't just have it all be singers, right? Then it would be, <laughs> then it would make sense to me, almost. Almost. Uh, yeah. Right. Did you guess who it was? I think I guessed one of them, like the, um, right. what's her name, from Destiny's Child. That one was pretty easy. Right. Yeah, uh, easy. But, you know, it, I just think the, the whole clue thing is really dumb, because a lot of these clues could relate to like a whole bunch of different people right like mm-hmm. yeah it's just, i think the concept is all in all just a dumb concept so i'd give it a uh probably a uh a three i gave it the three as well okay okay uh the brother's son uh this is on netflix mm-hmm. uh with michelle Wu in it uh, very, very interesting. It's about uh, Taiwanese tribe where uh, the head gets killed, and his oldest son is this legendary uh, killer, and he has to protect his mom and his brother that doesn't know about the family, so he's kind of a loser. Uh, kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, he's like completely sheltered from the truth. Until his brother goes back. Yeah, he's kind of a nerd, kind of a wimp, uh, but at the same time, in the beginning, he gets fired, so he has to try to sell drugs to make money, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. (laughs) And he's the worst drug dealer Mm -hmm. in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is funny, but it's also very good uh, uh, choreography. I have just seen two episodes. I have just haven't had time to see more than two episodes. But I'm definitely going to continue uh, watching it. Like I said, I gave it an 8. Uh, yeah, I would agree with you. I think an 8, eight 8.5 even. Um, yeah. It could get to. Uh, I There were certain parts of the triad that the acting was not, like, super amazing. But right. I think that's, like, the henchmen more than anybody, any of the main characters. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, but all in all, it's a really good show. I, mm. you couldn't get away from like if you looked at any uh you know, top fifty TV shows coming out this year, it was on like mm. every one of those lists. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the last thing uh, I saw. Else? Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> Another change that we're doing that we haven't really told people, maybe people have caught up to it now that we're just going to continue covering. Uh, reality shows as much as we can, at least. I mean, it's not always uh, going because... to line up exactly with when we finish another <laughs> right. show, but we will try. 
as good as we can, we'll try to find the reality show. And that, one of the reasons why we decided to do that is because nobody else does that. So that actually makes our podcast a little special. And uh, the next uh, show we will do actually had premiere today. It's called The Trust, A Game of Greed. What is this all about? It says 11 strangers received a quarter of a million dollars to allocate among themselves. They can either take their fair share or vo- vote others out to keep more for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just says Brooke Baldwin is in it, uh, whoever that yeah, is. Yeah, she's a... Oh, uh, she's, she's a CNN a anchor, journalist. or used to yeah. be. Okay. Yeah. Is she the host? I'm assuming that's what I'm gonna. Yeah. Assume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably gonna be bad, but we're gonna watch it, so we'll, we'll yeah. see. It could be good, I suppose. It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. The from the okay. trailer, it looks super generic. We'll just say that it looks super generic and I hope we don't re- uh, learn the rules before the end of the show like always. I would hate to I would hate to know how the game works <laughs> that would suck okay uh, the Golden Globes look tell me about it Oppenheimer leads with five wins Succession tops TV with four wins okay mm-hmm. uh, I feel like Su- Succession has been won a bunch last year also but Oppenheimer mm-hmm. best picture uh, best picture musical or comedy was Poor Things. Uh, best director, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Best actor, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Best actress, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. That's one I need to see that I haven't seen yet, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like that. And then what else do you find interesting in here, I guess, I mean, uh, best uh, performance of an actress in a musical, Poor Things, Emma Stone. I really want to see that. We both uh, watched The Holdovers. Uh, Paul Giamatti won for for that. I don't know if I agree to that, but we'll see if he wins more. Uh, There was a lot of things to The Holdovers as well. Um... I can see him winning that. Joaquin Phoenix is the only person I see that maybe had a better chance of yeah. winning that than him, as far as Paul Giamatti. Uh, best mm-hmm. television series, The Bear, uh, which was mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, anything else that's like super weird? That's the. I, I wonder. If, I was. I feel like there was one that I'm forgetting that I was like, that's really weird. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, a lot, a lot of prices to beef as well. That was good to see. Oh, that yeah, Both. that was the one. Uh, there was the Barbie original, the original song Barbie. I was that that one was a little weird. Oh yeah, why is that? Like, what the fuck? That's not an original song. I guess it's because it's Billie Eilish and people like Billie Eilish. I assume, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. A lot of people wanted the Mario movie song to win, yeah. which there was only one song in that whole fucking movie, but it was... Yeah, and it was so good. But people really liked it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was the best thing about that film, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, movies. Have you seen any? Uh, I just saw one movie, and it was one we just talked a lot about, Oppenheimer. Uh, oh! Oppie oh. McHeimerson. Uh, it was... <laughs> long but it was really good it didn't feel three hours mm. uh until no. 
the last 45 minutes where I was like, mm -hmm. okay, you could have wrapped up like 10, you know, I kept mm -hmm. feeling like, oh, there was a point where you could have wrapped this movie up and it would have been a nice little bow and it would have been perfect length and I would have been, you know, <laughs> and then they just kept going with the trial stuff, which was like, you could have mm -hmm. consolidated a lot of that bullshit and made it, mm -hmm. which it was still good. Like the acting was still good. It was still really amazing. But it, as a viewer, I'm sitting there going, uh, I'm ready to be done with this, if that makes sense. Other than mm -hmm. that, it was mm -hmm. really amazing, and it felt uh, shorter than it actually was. So I'd give it a, a 9. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. Paul Thomas Anderson knows how to make long movies. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, I saw, finally, I saw Dream Scenario with uh, Nicolas Cage in uh, the lead role. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's about Nicolas Cage that plays Paul, a family man that feels that his life uh, turns totally around when uh, millions of strangers all of a sudden can see him in their dreams. Oh, I remember the trailer for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And uh, he has kind of has to perform <laughs> for people. I fucking love this look. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 immediately and say it's uh, one of my favorite movies of this year so far. Yeah, I need to... Really, really funny. I need to see this. I, I remember the being like, oh, that trailer looks... Uh... Looks really good. I think it's like ba you know based on a meme, right? Yeah. Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me very much of being John Malkovich, and I love that movie. Yeah, it's all based on yeah. a meme, right? Is it? The Have you seen this man meme? No, I didn't know that was. A uh, meme. let me see if I can find a picture of it. There's like a and yeah. Uh. Let's let me find. It. Oh, open image in a new tab. You got because maybe you've seen because it's like a dream, a dream paralysis or whatever they call it here. Okay, sleep paralysis. The, there's a picture in the chat. Oh yeah. Oh, no, I have not seen this meme. I didn't know there was a website. Thisman.org. Are we gonna? <laughs> let's go on a little field trip. Toot toot. <laughs> Thisman.org. In January 2006, New York, a patient of a well-known psychiatrist draws the faces of a man he has repeatedly appeared in their dreams. In more than one occasion, this man has given adv adv her advice in her private life. The woman swears she has never met this man in real life. Uh, mm. From January 26th until today, at least 8,000 people have claimed to have seen this man in their dreams. From all over the world, Los Angeles, Berlin, Sao Paulo, Tehran, Beijing, Rome, Sweden, or Barcelona, Stockholm, Paris, New Delhi, and is that how you spell Moscow? I don't think that's how you spell Moscow. Moscow. <laughs> Moscow. <laughs> the aim of this website is to help those who have seen this man in their dreams. So, mm. have you seen this man, Fro? No, I have not. Me neither. Or at least I don't remember it, But and I remember yeah. a lot of my dreams. Yeah, me, me as well. All right, coming next week, news of the week, uh, Tron Tells the Truth, TV of the week, movies of the week, and we're going to talk about the Trust Episode 1 review. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see how that reality show is. Yeah, I don't have high hopes, but 
Whatever. I mean, it has to be better than the last one. <laughs> the last two, probably, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the last one was also on Netflix and it definitely didn't, you know, a lot of Netflix reality shows are just not good. So, there's, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to go in with any expectations. That's the best way to do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Love is Blind Sweden is coming out this week on Netflix. I'm really looking forward to, to that. That'll be interesting to see. I watched the first season. I've, I never watched any more of that show after the first season. I love that show. Yeah. It's one of those shows that I watch every season of. Oh, okay. It's so it's so bad that it's good. It that that is it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our favorite guy ever, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. The uh, last bunch of unsealed Jeffrey Epstein's document got released. Holy fuck! There was a lot of talk about this. Yeah, because right. At the end of the show last week, we looked at it, and it was like, it's going to be released in a few hours. It came out, what, maybe mm-hmm. five hours after we finished the show last week? Yep. Um, so everything that's happened with it, we haven't talked about. Um, so I guess the first batch came out, and it was a lot of names, but most of them, it was... Um, the names weren't in any way saying anything about the person. A lot of them were even the pr- pr- prosecution asking the person, hey... Uh, did you ever see this person? And the person would mm-hmm. say no. And they, did you see this person? The person would say no. And so, yeah. just because their name was in there, it meant absolutely nothing. But there were a few yeah. things that were interesting. Um, I don't know which one was the most. I guess the Bill Clinton stuff, where he, yeah, one of the people said uh, specifically in the document, Bill Clinton likes them young, right? Mm-hmm. That was an interesting thing to come out of it. Uh, David Copperfield. <laughs> yeah, he apparently one thing that he said was that he, uh, he was quoted as knowing that Epstein was using other girls to groom, uh, to find other girls to groom. Right. Yeah, and also a lawyer suggested he traded tickets for girls. So it seems like he had some actual knowledge of what was happening. Yeah. Um, Prince Andrew was repeatedly uh, mm-hmm. in this um, with people saying, specifically Virginia roberts Gouffre actually saying that he uh, abused her in this document. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was... I guess Tipper... or Al Gore was in there uh, mm-hmm. at, at, as far as going to the island. Um, yeah. Trump was in yeah. there a few times. Um, yep. And who? Oh, Alan Dershowitz. That was one of the bigger ones. Alan Dershowitz. Yeah. yeah. Which a lot. Of, there was a few people that said that he uh, abused them in this. So. Yeah. Oh, and the, it was really funny. Did you see the video of Alan Dershowitz? I think it must have been on Fox or maybe yep. one of the knockoff Foxes, where he's like, yep. uh, "Where are the Me Too warriors for the women in Israel?" Uh, why are they so worried about releasing the Ep- Epstein files? They shouldn't be worried mm. about that. And then it comes out that he was the one. <laughs> uh, I wonder why you didn't want those released, Mr. Lawyer, mm. Mr. Lawyer Man. Mm. Uh, some stupid Eurovision news. Uh, Norway has uh, 
gotten out uh, who their contestants are for Melody Grand Prix. Uh, all 18 artists uh, have been presented. I have listened to every single song, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's kind of funny uh, because I guessed it, and then I I looked at the odds and the two that I uh, thought would. Uh, have uh, the biggest chances winning was number one and two on the list of, of uh, on the odds. So <laughs> I guess I'm correct. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it's we're still a little ways away from uh, what I would call Eurovision season, but it it definitely mm-hmm. they're get, it's getting there. What we got to like it's two there. months, maybe a little less than two months mm-hmm. until we start talking about songs. I would think, right? I think we're underneath a month. Okay. Because uh, I already two two songs are out, so Okay. It will it, it will start soon. Um what else is there? Uh oops. Um Oh, the Warehouse Wednesday, do you know what that is on YouTube? No. There's a guy named Andrew Shock who's got he's does like a kind of a skateboarding YouTube channel, but it, he does a variety of other things, but he's, mm. he has a warehouse where he sells skateboards also. Um, and one of his most famous series is called Warehouse Wednesday, where he just, it's like a little game show he does at his warehouse. And mm. he came out with a video at on Wednesday last week saying, uh, this is no longer being promoted by YouTube. They're not, it used to be my highest rated thing, and now... Nobody seems to be watching it anymore, so I'm going to have to... Well, not only that, he said, like, his business as far as skateboards go, after the pandemic, like, Mm. it dropped off a lot. People bought a ton of skateboards when they were... during pandemic times, but then after that, people kind of stopped. And so, uh, he's having to stop certain things on his YouTube channel and change things around. I would say it's not only uh, a change in his demographic maybe, but also how YouTube is promoting him, but it's hard to tell. Mm -hmm. It's just an interesting YouTube thing that's happening. Uh, Something that made me cry for a pretty long fucking time was seeing the state of Brian Bartzik. Uh, Oh my god, that was so fucking hard to watch. I couldn't I yeah. couldn't watch it. I read the comments and I was like, I I'm not. I can't watch this. <laughs> I can't watch this. The com- yeah. if you if you read the comments and you have uh are having an, a bad day, just yeah, don't watch that until you are ready. Yeah, uh, I have followed him since two thousand and seventeen, mm-hmm. and uh, seeing him in the state he was now. Like he he looks completely different when he started, because he has uh, cancer and uh, yeah, this was his goodbye message to the world and uh, yeah, no, I cried. Yeah, it was sad. Um, let's see, something a little more happy, I guess. Uh, a, a young child beat Tetris. Um, yeah. Which was a very interesting because I, I thought it was cool just because it's such an old game. He's playing the original NES Tetris, and it's like a 13-year-old kid, right? Four, 13 or 14-year-old kid who clearly mm-hmm. has, like, dedicated many years of his life, considering he's only 13, to this game that wasn't even, like, he wasn't even around when it came out. So I think that's the most, one of the interesting parts to me. 
Uh, talking about the people that are, were saying goodbye, MatPat. Yeah, we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched anything about it because it kind of just happened and I just woke up. Mm-hmm. So I need to really watch some videos about what, or watch, did he put out a video? I just saw videos yeah, about the, it. Yeah, it was uh, on the Game Tourist uh, channel. Okay. Channel, yeah. Uh, a little more interesting, well, it's kind of interesting for me, at least, that follows uh, chess. Uh, Magnus Carlsen was really, really, really clear and said he would not uh, anticipate in the qualifying for the uh, World uh, um, Championship in a normal chess. Uh, he said, nope, I'm not going to do that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's talk about H3's response to the Jake Doolittle video. I watched the whole thing today. Okay. Um, would yeah. you, I mean, I when we originally talked about this, I want to say last week or two weeks ago, whenever, mm-hmm. whenever we talked about it, we were both like, I have a feeling they're just not even going to discuss it. Or if they do, it's going to be kind of like a tossed the uh, off to the side, kind of like, oh, well, you know, yep. a little joke about well, we it. we were both wrong. <laughs> they did, what, 50, 45 to 50 minutes on, on yeah. it, um, covering, like, in detail the entire video. They watched through the whole thing. Uh, yeah, they definitely tore this guy apart, for sure. Oh, my God, it was so good. They re- really, really ripped him a new asshole. And what I find most funny is that during the show, he privated uh, the video, so he didn't think they would see it. Or, or was so stupid. There was one speculation they made during it that, like, he had said, uh, oh, and you haven't even privated this yet. Why would you have not privated it? And then it yeah. went private. So maybe he was yeah. watching the show. Oh, and when they said the that, show. he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. he was like, oh, I'm going to private it now. Um, but it's kind of like he didn't think about at all privating it before this. It's just that was. Yeah. Because even we talked about that. We were like, uh, when I first saw it, I was like, I feel like this video is going to be off YouTube and like two days after we saw mm. the comments and the dislikes and everything but it just mm. kept being there um yeah i mean the guy posted on instagram which they showed on the show which i feel bad for him if he's you know getting death threats but um like they said uh when you're when you're doing a video like that and you're attacking another like really popular yeah. creator if you yeah, make a video like that and you're not yeah. expecting death threats it's like why did you I don't know. You made the video, and you knew that people were going to be mad about it. You you had to have yeah. known that. Yeah. Yeah, and also like they were speculating uh, a lot of like uh, that he kind of wanted a response from them. So I don't know. I, I I feel I feel kind of double with it, but I I I really. Uh, I haven't watched H3 in uh, forever, and I really, this really made me chuckle, and it was such a good uh, run through, all through his allegations and everything, so I actually really recommend it. Yeah, and the one thing they pointed out I had never thought about, uh, even after watching other people react to it, was the the whole thing about his mom, and how he, like, Mm 
Mm. was literally like saying his mom was faking her illness also in this video yep. by proxy, yep. but I never even thought about it, but I, why would you unless you were her son? So it makes sense. Uh, did you watch uh, Buckshot Roulette by Mark Blyer? No, I don't think so. Okay. 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 Did, did it just come out or let me look? No, up. a day ago. A day ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is it on his channel, or is it on a different channel? Yeah. Oh. No, it's on his channel. I somehow did not see that. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a interesting game. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I saw the the thing for that, and I didn't click it. I don't know why. I'll, I'll check yeah. it out today. Yeah. Um, Logan Paul, crypto oh, buyback gosh. that everybody's mad at. Uh... He... he decided to do the worst possible way of doing this because he put out yeah. a thing in the contract that if you take the money he gives you, you can't sue him for anything else in the future, which is like... I know it's like a good... Le like, I'm sure his lawyers were like, we have to do this, but it just makes you look terrible and like you're trying to uh, get out of other things that you might think they might sue you for in the future, which that makes mm -hmm. you look guilty of other things, by proxy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything else. <laughs> um, let's see. The last thing I had was the fights in America over the, the cups. The coffee cups. Have you seen this? Women no. are getting in fights in Starbucks over a Stanley coffee cup. Um, okay. Which is like Stanley as a tool brand. But I guess they started making like uh, sip like cups you would like insulated cups you'd put coffee in. Starbucks okay. made a limited edition version of this, um, with I guess Target or something. And women are paying $200, $250 for a coffee cup. And like mm. women, people are getting in fights in the store like it's Black Friday over these coffee cups. It's it's crazy. Just look, <laughs> look up the videos. It's uh, it's I haven't seen, like, Black Friday fell off after Amazon existed. This is the first time I've seen people fight over something in a store for a while. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Well, uh, I don't have anything to promote other than uh, listen to that wrestling show where I talk about wrestling with Bill uh, once a week. It's usually comes out on Saturdays. He's very good at promoting us, so we should be a little bit, or I should be a little bit better at promoting him. Uh, listen to that if you want to hear me talk about wrestling. It, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting right now. I, I will say it that way. Jesus Christ, things are going on. Okay. Um, yeah, go check out the Triv video. It's in the link in the description. Everybody have a good week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.